Did you watch it yet? Yeah, I watched it. You didn't feel like it just leaned into all the kids' stuff? No. Okay. You mean like kids as in Rogu or kids in I'm a I'm like five and I like it because they not, leaned into all the shit I like. Uh not five, maybe thirteen. I didn't I didn't think so. Like the it, shit with the whales and he's trying to eat the other the other little creatures again and that whole thing where the where uh Clever Lang has to say not Clever Lang, Apollo Cree has to say everything that the guy's saying for him. Like that just didn't like annoy you as childish stupid humor. No. Okay. I mean, I actually thought the fact that Apollo Creed kept repeating it, I thought it was just funny. I didn't think it was childish humor. The whales, the whales, I thought was stupid. I didn't think it was childish. Okay. I only thought the whales was stupid. Thought that had something to do with his force or something. But whatever. It's I'm like this is clearly Star Wars, so Star Wars ish. Nerdishness. I don't get the whales. Um, the little guys, the little guys that we saw, those guys were in like, um, like the Last Jedi or something. Baba Boo, right? He was in the uh, Rise of Skywalker or something. Wasn't he was he? in Baba something. That was just the way he was trying to strike. Like the little Grogu was going after him. I was like, this is. I. I... But that's that's. I don't know. Whatever. I, I listen. I here's the problem I have with every Disney Plus Star Wars show except for andor but even andor here's the problem i have with it they all start off very slow their whole even even though we're on the third season the whole premise is oh we gotta like have like some shit episodes to build up so that the last three episodes are awesome maybe maybe that's what's gonna happen i'm not gonna not watch it over this one episode but i was like ugh. Because meanwhile, I'm, I, watch, I'm watching Last of Us with him, which every week I'm like, oh, my God, this is crazy. I don't watch Last of Us, but um, I just think that every Star Wars series, like Obi-Wan started slow, Boba Fett started slow. I thought Andor started slow. Yeah. Although Andor, out of all of them, Andor got, Andor Andor got a... good. Like I think Andor had one episode. The first episode was kind of like, but after that, it was like, holy shit, like I'm on the edge of my seat. And but and Andor started slow in a different kind of way. Like it started slow, as in we are setting you up for what this. Sh- like yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. All of them do. They do. They have that setup episode. But Andor, you're like, oh, this is going to be different. Like so, you were like, what is going to be different about it? But okay, I whatever. think they all start slow. So so I had a buddy. A buddy texted me last night. He's like, you watch Mando yet? And I'm like, uh, and it was so funny because I just, I just got done pressing the remote like off. And I'm like, so funny you should text me because I just finished it. I'm like, did you watch it yet? And he's like, no, I'm waiting until everyone goes to bed. He goes, was it good? And I'm like, yeah, I thought it was good. I said, but, you know, typical Disney, it started slow. I mean, like, I don't think that was the best Mandalorian episode ever. I mean, no, I didn't say we were saying that at all. I just, I'm not sure that it wasn't the worst. It wasn't the worst because... I, I I probably told you this before. Like in the first season, I gave up on that show in the middle of the first season. Did you? Okay. I just quit. St- I stopped watching it. I just couldn't. I'm like, I it just doesn't make any sense to me. And I gave up on it for months. And you know, everyone was talking about Mando. Like I'm like, this show sucked. And then I was. Then I started watching. Actually, I hadn't finished the first season, and I started watching Boba Fett. And then you had to go back and figure out everything that was going on with Mando. Well, 
what I was something happened in Boba Fett, and I texted my cousin, and I'm like, um, I forget what it was, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on in Boba Fett? He's like, what? You didn't finish the Mandalorian? I'm like, fuck no, Mandalorian sucked. He goes, are you kidding me? Mandalorian is awesome. I'm like, wait, 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 bro, it sucked. He goes, oh yeah, after you get through the first like eight episodes, it's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So, so then I went back to Mandalorian. I watched all of them, and they got awesome. Okay. And then Luke Skywalker shows up. I mean, right. it, it yeah. got awesome. It did get awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. And now here we are, starting off slow again with... Which, which by the way, is disappointing. If, yeah. If, if, you look at it, if you look at it from that lens, like, we just got done with Luke Skywalker showing up. And now you're like, oh, we can't get the robot. Let's go on a quest. Like, we know we're going to go on a quest. Like The whole just... fucking show was a quest. Right, you're right. So... I mean, it, it. you're right. In in a lot of ways, it sucked. I, I, I don't think it was childish. I just think that they go back to the same goddamn blueprint of let's set the whole season up. Like, the, this whole season is going to be about going to the fucking swimming in some goddamn mine in Mandalore. Like, that. Yeah. Okay. So we have high hopes. I I do because of the way it ended. And see, you know, like we've seen good stuff, and Andor was awesome. And I I thought Obi Wan was all again. I thought the first couple episodes Obi Wan sucked, but I thought the end of Obi Wan was awesome. I can, you know, I I'll argue about some of the plot holes or or just story decisions, like letting goddamn Darth Vader get away again, half <laughs> killed. Oh, why? Could have killed that motherfucker twice and you let him go. So at this point, you're probably wondering, what the fuck's going on? Well, I'm Obi, that's it. And we are drinking from the garden hose. And this whole thing, I'm just going to put on the show. What was that noise? Did you just do that? What noise? I didn't do a noise. Okay. All right. In any I mean, case, I might have like gulped, like, holy shit, you're actually going to publish that? Yeah, because that's good. Let's keep going. I think a great Star Wars. This is what we usually do post show, guys. Uh, I don't know if our audience. I think we should. I think we should have that as just a separate. Like we're we're actually really nerds. We're grumpy guys, but we're freaking nerds. Yeah, but but there you go. Now now they got a little piece of the real us, uh, and now we can talk about. Well, first I want to take a moment to shout out a couple of people. First, uh, as any as a lot of people know. I'm on the board of a charity. We sponsor kids in um, martial arts. And one of our kids, Jojo, uh, has gotten selected for the regional Kumdo team for under 18 non-black you belt. say that again? He come goes? What did he do? not come goes. Kendo for those people who want to avoid Ed's uh, potty mouth. <laughs> So Mandalorian wasn't a child episode, but I'm childish. Yes, yes. You're not childish. You're a teenager, just like Mandalorian. So hey, Dick Clark was the world's oldest teenager. Maybe I am now. Mm, well, when he turns into Nightwing, he he certainly gets. I'll let the uh, DC fans finish that. But so uh, as I was saying, he made he's uh, re- he's a regional representative, and he's going to be uh, trying out for the national team. Kudos to him. Kudos to Samantha Phillips. Phillips. Oh, I can't believe I just put an S on your name. My bad. Ah. But her career is over. But she, uh, what, it was second, first team All-State? Second team All-State? Something no, like team that? Second team All-Conference. Okay. 
So good job for her. And she's getting ready for her college career. And I know uh, both of those things are things that parents have to go to. So you went to many basketball games. Uh, JoJo's parents make it to some of these uh, kendo matches. And basketball games, I always thought was the best sport for a parent. You go, you go to the game, you leave. I know you did tournaments, so there's more waiting around. My youngest did wrestling. That was all waiting. Like, that was a five-hour day for six minutes of wrestling. Kendo's somewhere in the middle. But uh, this episode is going to be about all those things we do as parents, the things we have to go to that are just horrible, that we do and we pretend that we love for our kids. And with students, I mentioned it, Ed, you gave a great one, one I never had done but what did you throw back at me the minute i started talking about this topic but wait 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 you didn't have to do this so so obi obi says uh all right uh this week's episode is going to be all about those things we had to do for our kids that we didn't want to do and my first response was the wiggles i mean i watched the wiggles i didn't go to the wiggles i actually went to a wiggles concert yummy yummy i mean that's i i, I mean i i I got so lucky that the Wiggles, I don't know if they got arrested, thrown in jail. I don't know what happened. But by the time my second daughter came around, the Wiggles weren't really a thing. So I didn't have to go to two Wiggles concerts. But yeah, I went to a Wiggles concert. That That's down there. I mean, the, the, the single worst thing I went to was a, and I'm air quoting here, an Avengers stunt show. So... It was a bunch of, it was mostly Spider-Man. There was a few other Avengers there, uh, mostly the Spider-Man villains, but everybody looked like they were a Power Ranger. And the lines were being come were being spoken in over speakers, so you couldn't even figure out who was saying what line. And occasionally there was a motorcycle stunt, and I think there was a plot. And I left there with my ears ringing and my eyes bleeding. I do know, do not know what I saw. And I'm not even sure my kid enjoyed it. That was really the bottom of the barrel one that I had to go to. So that, well, that just sounds like entertainment value. Like, so here's the thing about the Wiggles. As much as like, like this on my cup of tea for music, you know, I, here's the thing you, you learn as you have kids, right? Like, I, I don't know for like five, six years, I only watched kids TV. Like I didn't even watch like real adult TV. Like I watch, I've seen Mary Poppins probably 70 times in my life because Samantha loved Mary Poppins. And we watched that goddamn show, a, a movie a lot. Right. It's a great movie actually. And I have great appreciation for Dick Van Dyke. Guy's still alive. Amazingly talented, but I know, I've seen Mary Poppins more than most people have. And the wiggles I've seen that. And, and our daughter, it's amazing how kids learn like, like it, the iPad generation, like they can just swipe on an iPad. And you give an iPad to an old person who's never seen an iPad before. They don't know what to do with it, right? My daughter used to be able, she learned how to work. The, and I know this is really dating people, but the, she learned how to work the DVD player. Like we had a Wiggles DVD and she figured out by watching us do things, how you could press the one button and it would just rewind the whole song. Like like you would just skip back to the, the previous chapter they call it right and so yes. there was a song that they sang which was die dicky do it was like an irish song and it had this woman doing the irish dance and and uh die dicky do die do die do die dicky do die. i mean she i have videos of her the song would end she would she was jumping on my bed dancing to it 
as soon as the song would end, she would climb down the bed, go over the DVD player, press the button, and then climb back up on the bed and dance again. Cause she would, and that song would just play over and over and over again. So it's not just the concert, Obi. It's like your life is the wiggles. Uh, we were more, we had a little wiggles. Like, I mean, I don't know. If someone says fruit salad, I say yummy, yummy. There's just no way about it. And choo choo. <laughs> I think that was Anthony's line, right? The the purple guy, right? I think so. And guy? I think it was the purple guy. He, he used to sleep all the time and uh, chugging, chugging, chugging the big red car. We had that. Oh, yeah. But, but, but Sammy, he loved Thomas the Tank Engine. Which I think, that's not a girl thing. That's no, right. I, unlike the Wiggles, that was that was more gender neutral. Thomas the Tank Engine was primarily a boy thing. If you had a girl, she loved it. Good on her. I'm not. Just, but that seemed to be the people who watched it. And the problem wasn't just that Thomas the Tank Engine in itself was just a, a kids show that wasn't particularly good. There is a movie out there called Thomas and the Magic R- Railroad. And uh, by the way, Alec Baldwin's in it, which is why I am rooting against Alec Baldwin in the Rust case for no other reason that he was in this movie that I had to watch seven, eight times a day. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. So Still, are you saying you've seen this movie as many times as I've seen Mary Poppins? I, I, I would say close to, if not more. Then you and see Mary so you Poppins. definitely lose because Mary Poppins is a good movie. Oh, yeah. No, this was a horror. This is like. My, I want to find this movie and make my son watch it now. This is not like he can go. Oh, I get what they're you know, like even the Wiggles. If I if if I had made my son watch it, he goes, all right, this is a kid's thing. This will kill him to watch because it's just horrible. There's no plot. There's nothing. Uh, they mention like ley lines in there all of a sudden. Like wait, what? Like magic? It's just horrible, horrible, horrible movie. And- so I never had to go. I never had to go watch this in concert. I don't believe. I don't think I ever had to go see live Sesame Street live. But Elmo, Elmo was so you know I grew up right. We had Sesame Street growing up. Elmo didn't exist in my Sesame Street. But no this Elmo. annoying, high pitched freaking loser shows up for my kids, and I had to watch this guy every morning. Elmo, I'm telling you, he annoyed me. So we kind of had a we had a. VCR. Let's really date ourselves here. And my father-in-law had a couple of movies that he bought the kids on VCR. Um, and he had a, a series of shows he taped in the, you know, a mixtape, if you will, he gave the he gave Sammy. But we had this Sesame Street video. So it was like more like it was it was from 1986 or thereabouts. The reason I am so sure of it is because in the video, singing one of the songs is the linebacker core from the 1986 uh, Giants. So, like, that's where it's from. But there's a... Uh, Bert sings, put down the ducky. And uh, we still, as a family, will sometimes watch this video. Like, did it a few weeks ago. But, yes, some of the things... The biggest issue is, like, Veggie Tales was big. Uh, we used to have to watch that again and again and again. Uh, so I have only- a question for you. You said you watched this a few weeks ago. You still have a VCR hooked up? No, you can find it on YouTube. Oh, okay. Just checking. Yeah, yeah, no, no. We were like, hey, Sam, it came up somewhere. Do you remember this video? And he sent it to him, and he, like, calls us up, and he's singing the song. <laughs> Just like your Sam was doing on the bed, 
Mine was doing from his college bedroom, so you have to see him jumping, but I still heard him singing. Nice. So, Obi, one of the things that is interesting about the the videos, right, and watching the videos and whether you had to go to a concert or not is, you know, you start as a as a parent, you start to try to, to push your child in a direction that's more in, like you're like, I'm screwed. I'm not watching my own TV anymore, so I got to watch my kids. So let's try to get them hooked on something that's enjoyable. So I got lucky with Mary Poppins, and early on, I really pushed the Scooby-Doo. You know, because mm. I like Scooby-Doo and, you know, there's a lot of Scooby-Doo movies out there. So we have a lot of Scooby-Doo DVDs and luckily the kids really latched on to Scooby-Doo. So I've seen a lot of Scooby-Doo movies. Yeah, I was uh, less successful than you, I would say that I did not have a show uh, that I enjoyed. I had some things that were bearable, especially with Alex. Alex was into more bearable stuff because Sammy was a little older, right? So Alex is, but uh, when Avatar came out, um, that show, not the blue people, but the the cartoon or the whatever they call it, uh, a merame, whatever it is, that show we used to all watch together. That was like the first show. And that's definitely a kid's show, but we, we loved Avatar and then from that point on, most of the things they watched um, were enjoyable. There were a the few things that were like made for like 10-year-olds, which were sometimes worse than the stuff that were made for like three-year-olds. Because like how much, you know, potty humor can you deal with? Yeah. But uh, yeah. So I have this weird I have this weird thing going on because I watched a lot of Hannah Montana. Right? Ah, yes. And um, so so... By the way, I, not only did I watch a lot of Hannah Montana, but I, I'm going to go there in a second. I watched just a lot of Disney. Like, I know all, like, I watch. Like, so I have this, like, fatherly complex over, like, Selena Gomez, over Miley Cyrus, like, and some other of these actresses. Like, because I watched them grow up. And, like, and so now, like, Selena Gomez is, you know, she's got lupus and, uh, you know, people are fat shaming her now. And I, you know, like, I'm like protective of her. Like, how dare they? She's got lupus, damn it. You know, like, cause I watched her grow up and like Miley Cyrus. Now Miley Cyrus has got tattoos all over. So I'm like, whoa, time out, Hannah Montana. What are you doing? You know, but I'll never forget. Like, um, it was right before the our second daughter, Alex was born. We took Sam. So she was like four years old. We took her to a Miley Cyrus concert at the Prudential Center. Now, is it a Miley Cyrus or a Hannah Montana? Well, so I was hoping, you know, they're the same person, right? Right. Because you've never seen the two of them in the same room. You've never seen the two of them in the same room together. The problem is, is that we got her at the time she was, I guess, 19 and really trying to distance herself from Hannah Montana, but she was still doing Hannah Montana when she was 18. And so, like, the previous tour she did Hannah Montana song, this tour, she didn't know Hannah Montana songs. And I was actually very disappointed because I, you know, I watched a lot of Hannah Montana. I kind of like those songs. So we got the Miley Cyrus concert. And we also got the um, I'm not Hannah Montana concert, which means she was wearing hot pants the whole concert. And again, this father, I'm like, this I'm is, this watching, is, I'm like was this when she was twerking with Alan Thicke's kid? I or mean, I don't just... think she was twerking yet. She, she hadn't gone like that crazy yet. Right. Which, by the way, definitely. Letting the world know I am a woman and I'm not Hannah Montana. 
Which is, you know, which is, I thought what she did with him was fine, by the way. Uh, she was a grown woman, he was a grown man, and they were on stage. I digress. Yeah. So, so anyway, I show up at this concert, and uh, my daughter's four. I brought earplugs because I'm a freaking old. I was, I was less old then, but I, the, 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 just the scream, like the din of four year old, five year old, 10 year old, 12 year old screams, the earplugs just took the edge off, you know? But I'll, I'll never forget watching that concert, thinking to myself, what is she doing wearing those shorts? Like the legs, like put the cover those up, you know? And uh, so I got this, you know, because I watch all these shows. I just, I don't. And then she's got all these tattoos. I'm like, oh, my God, that's not Hannah Montana. So it, the whole idea of raising daughters and watching the shows they watch, because I watched them all because I had to. I don't know. It really messes with you. <laughs> really messes, That's all I can say. It messes with you. So, I mean, I, I will say I, I did not do Hannah Montana. It was not a show in, in our house. By the way, I didn't do her either. She was on TV. I'm just telling you. I, you know. But I did do Wizards, so I, I know what you mean. Oh, with oh yeah, that was another one we watched. Wizards, Wizards. the way it really played, right. which is why Selena Gomez. Yeah. Yes. So, yes, I totally watched her grow up uh, and then get the lupus and need the kidney. And now they're all, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I, I feel you on, on the Selena Gomez side of things. Not so much on Miley because I didn't really know Miley till she was Miley. But, but in all fairness, if I was Selena's dad, which I'm not, but if I was, I would have told her not to date that freaking Bieber guy in the first place, because that's where all this fat shaming bullying's coming from, because it's coming from the Bieber camp. So the best thing she could have done was stay away from Justin Bieber in the first place. But I'm not her dad. That's just my my thought on that. So Obi. So we've watched TV shows. We had to go to concerts that we didn't like. I went to some like ice shows, like Disney on Ice. That's yes, cool yes, yes. Too. Any figure skating show you have to go to as a man is just ridiculous, right? You shouldn't have to do that as a man. Um, yeah. And we've talked about you losing your man card. You probably, you, I think you give your man card to the ticket taker on the way in and you get it on the way out in like the safety deposit box. But here's something else I did for my kids that um, probably still sticks to me this day. Go to Disney a lot. You go to and Disney And when you first take your kids to Disney, like, I mean, we took Sam when she was, I think, nine months old the first time. Like, there's not a lot a nine-month-old can do. There's one thing they can do. It's a small world is what they can do. And I've ridden that ride so many times that that, Freaking song, I think, is still stuck in my brain by default. So I've gone on. It's a small world. Uh, I gotta, I gotta be in the top hundred of all time. <laughs> Wait, out of normal people, I, there's probably some freaks that go on that ride all the time. Well, without kids, but. You, you know, I don't know where you stand among the uh, Disney elite, which uh, you are part of. You know, you have the the, the timeshare ish thing, and you go quite often. But I am sure amongst the uh, those of us who did not go to Disney until our youngest was probably like four, so didn't even have to go on It's a Small World. Uh, yeah, and we did have to go on the Dumbo ride, but uh, he wouldn't let me even raise it in the air. <laughs> I've been on the Dumbo ride a lot, um, but I had to go on It's a Small World a lot only because literally if I went to Magic Kingdom with my kids, because literally I took her as a nine-month-old. Right. She was scared about everything, everything. And yeah. so the only thing we could take her on, it was a small world and she would actually sleep on that ride. So they're like, Hey, it's, you know, like it was actually kind of a good thing. Cause she would sleep. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, that 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 really so, gets you. So where does the Disney come from? I imagine it comes from your wife. It's not your thing, but no, maybe... it doesn't come from my wife. It's you. Well, it's my family, and like we that's not that's not like a whole up other episode. But yeah, like here's so here's the thing: Disney started before we had kids. We like we owned the timeshare before we had kids because Disney's actually a great place to go without kids. Yes, of this I am aware of. My wife and I and are always you like also have to remember out. back in the late nineties, Pleasure Island was a thing, like an island with just bars. Like it was Disney for like it was hedonism without the nudity, um, and the sex. I guess it was just hedonism with the drinking. I guess, but it doesn't matter. They celebrated New Year's Eve at midnight every night. Like as a twenty-four-year-old. Who wouldn't fall in love with Disney if that was your experience? Okay, fair enough. I mean, when I did go to Disney, there were groups of young people in their 20s, uh, both men, women, and mixed gender groups, just running around Epcot, just getting smashed. Well, yeah, and you I, do and that. I fully too. understood that. Yeah, you get smashed there too. But like, there was this whole other nightlife thing. Like, you could go to Pleasure Island and party till two in the morning. I mean, it was awesome. Awesome. No kids. I mean, that was awesome. There's nothing better than Pleasure Island. I'm telling you right now. If you, I'm assuming you never went, but anybody who went to Pleasure Island knows what I'm talking about. It was awesome. Okay, I'm going to take you at your word. And you fall in love with Disney because you, you know what you realize at that moment. You realize, yeah, there's a lot of stuff for kids, but they serve alcohol everywhere. Oh yes, they do. Well, or except at that time, except Magic Kingdom. But but if you think about it. At Epcot, you said you see a lot of people get smashed. Kind of the purpose of Epcot is to drink there. It's kind of the purpose. Absolutely. I mean, you, you totally do, which which is why, you know, I always say, you know, you should just take your kids to Vegas instead. It's cheaper. And there's stuff for kids to do. Yeah, I got another philosophy on that, though. The kids really get in the way of what's really fun in Vegas. Not if you're with your spouse. You just leave them in the hotel room when you need to. Uh, and your spouse might not like you much anymore. I don't know. I've done Vegas on a number of occasions. I'm going to tell you, if my kids were there, boy, would that have been a different experience. Okay. I, I, I've done it with and without my kids. And uh, was it different? Yes. Was it substantially different? With my kids and without my kids, when I went with my wife, not substantially. Yes, I could, t- I can, I can tell you, Obi, the way I've done Vegas. Well, without my wife, sub- it's another. It would have been substantially different with kids. Okay, all right. All right. Now I've gone. I've now I've gone with my wife and other couples on a few occasions. I've also gone for a bachelor party. So I'm I'm putting it all it all kind of blends together because I'm an old man now, right? And um, I can just tell you, that <laughs> I would probably not be a respected father anymore. My kids were on any of those trips. Well, that's the difference between you and me. Your kids respect you. <laughs> yeah, you've given up. I guess that's why you don't care. Like, yeah, yeah I still care about that. <laughs> right. Yeah, I got. You. At some point, I'm think I don't know if it's 18 where they get to see the real me, or if it's 21. Or thirty or forty, I'm not really sure yet, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, in due time, in due time. Yeah, if they if they pick the right uh, partner who brings out the real you, you'll be like, good. All right, now I know who I am. 
So I had so I had a, a, a classic conversation with the youngest daughter the other day, dropping her off at school. She says to me, she says, <laughs> she says, Dad, do I look tan? I said, uh, she said, why did you use self tanner last night? She goes, no, I used it this morning. I go, you tanned yourself this morning? Why? She goes, so I could look radiant at school. <laughs> so I, I said, um. Yeah, you're glowing all right. I said, you know, as a matter of fact, I'm a little disappointed that you did that because now uh, your radiance is going to attract boys. And she goes, she just gives me a little smile. She goes, why? Is that a bad thing? And I said, well, actually, maybe it's a good thing because you'll stop bothering me when I'm watching sports. Because you'll be watching sports with your boy. And she says, oh, no, no, I'm going to still watch sports with you, Dad, because I say stupid things when I'm watching the games. Good. Good. She's still. Oh, I be, might never get rid of her. She's still going to be daddy's girl. There you go. You're never going to lose her. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. I mean, it could be worse. Could be. Little does she know, I'm the one that really stays the stupid stuff. Yeah. Well, wait till wait wait till wait till her her boyfriend or goes. Oh, your dad's an idiot. He thinks the Yankees are good. Well, yeah. I. Something telling me that, that she'd break up with him right then and there because she thinks the Yankees are good. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, that... So, Obi, I got to tell you one more thing about okay. the youngest daughter. So, you got to so We're on the Alex episodes now, huh? Yeah, Sam's well, you got to remember school, the youngest daughter. Up. Youngest daughter's in eighth grade. She's picking classes for high school next year. And she decides uh, she's going to take an elective called the History of Norwalk. Right. So she tells me this. I'm like, oh, that could be kind of cool. You know, you learn about where you grew up. I mean, in there, you know, Revolutionary War battles were were fought in this town. This town was burned to the ground by the British. So I think you could learn some stuff. My wife, she's not such an easy, you know, easy person to get over on. So she says to her, well, Alex, why would you take that class? And Alex says, well, mom, I figure... If I learn about Norwalk, when I get older and I hang out in bars in Norwalk, I can like tell people useless facts about Norwalk. This, this girl is your daughter. This yeah, girl. Yeah, and, and so is... so I I it warmed my heart when I heard that answer. Yeah. When I wasn't I wasn't there for the live answer, but Bridget told me about it later. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Right. No, that is great. She's like, I have to prepare to banter. This. By the way, it's the most practical answer anyone can give on why they want to take an academic subject yes so that when i'm in a bar i can seem smarter than you this is the absolute number one reason to take any class by the way that's real life like yeah. oh i want to take calculus so i can what so so you can be a nerd no no i want to go to a bar and impress people that's awesome yeah this, yeah yeah she's a philip that that she's got it down. Well, little does she, yeah she does because it's 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 definitely in the genetic lines. I got this, I, you know. My dad loves the useless bits of information, but I got an uncle. He <laughs> he's like the he's like the opposite of that. Like it's not that he doesn't like to impress you. He just makes shit up. So you'll be talking to him. I swear to God, you can talk to him, and he will tell you stuff. You will swear to God it's true. All fucking made up. It's hilarious. Don't it's hilarious. let the, don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. Ever. 
That, Maybe. that is a family tradition. Yes, I, I see that. And it's charming. And the charm is that we suck. I'm Obi. That's Ed. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in a couple of weeks.